0: Hello everyone and welcome to our Forbin County Health and Human Services Just for the Health of It podcast where we cover several topics to help the public make informed decisions. It is also our way of introducing some of the services we offer. During the month of April we want to take the opportunity to highlight public health Public health has always been an important part of communities across America. Local public health departments across the country are now playing an integral role in fighting COVID-19 through COVID-19 prevention messages and efforts, and of course now COVID-19 vaccinations. Now, public health is made up of so many departments that all have a role in supporting the overall uh, health of communities across America and communities near you. Now, today we explore Fort Bend County epidemiology and it's uh, an important department that not too many people are really familiar with, but COVID-19 changed all of that. Now, according to the CDC, epidemiology is the method used to find the cause of health outcomes and diseases in populations. To do the work of epidemiology, you have to be an epidemiologist and Fort Bend County Health and Human Services has several. Uh, talented epidemiologists, hard work, hardworking epidemiologists who are often called disease detectives. I have the pleasure today of speaking to one of those epis, Nicolette Janowski. Nicolette, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us on such an important topic on on your very unique work. Um, not so many people walk and walk around and say, hey, yeah, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> so mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, well thanks for inviting me to participate. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about the COVID nineteen pandemic. I mean, it brought really your work to the forefront. It made everybody very familiar with what you do. Talk to me about how that happened so quickly. Uh, probably started all last year, right?
1: Sure. Yeah. It's been it's been a year ago. We've had yeah. our one year anniversary here for um, the first case in Fort Bend County of COVID. So. Um, So what happened, um, you you know, epidemiology uh, has been going on for years now. Um, But, you know, this is the first time that I think the public is really starting to see um, and and know what an epidemiologist is and what we do. So, um, you know, COVID-19 definitely brought that to the forefront. We did have some some prior diseases that gave us little glimpse and, and helped us prepare, but this is by far the the biggest thing that we have seen um, in a very, very long time. So, um, does yeah.
0: every health does, does every public health department uh, has an epi department
1: or? Yeah, some? so. Yeah. So uh, most health departments in the state of Texas do have an epidemiology department. A lot of times that um, is located in different areas of the uh, of local government. So um, some of the larger cities, um, you, you know, like Houston, um, they have their own epidemiology department within the city. Um, but um, some of the the bigger um, counties. Um, you know, they don't have a major um, city in them. You know, such as Fort Bend. Usually, you can find those at a, a county level, as where your epidemiology department is. The more um, rural areas that um, have you know much smaller population size in their counties, um, the you'll find a regional health department um, at the state level in those areas. And what
0: is your job description? What is it that you do? What is it that you've been doing during this COVID-19 pandemic?
1: yeah, so so our the main goal of an epidemiologist is to investigate patterns and causes of um, diseases and um, and you know, what we really look at is, you know who's affected, um, what signs and symptoms are they having? Um, when are they likely to get the disease? Um, where were they possibly exposed to the disease? Um, who exposed them and who did they expose? Um, and, you know, why uh, might they be infected and another person may not be infected or or have, um, you know, milder signs and symptoms? Um, so we do that by um, conducting interviews. So um, we have contact tracers that will call individuals who become ill and we get the that information from um, laboratories and doctors' offices and hospitals. They'll send over positive lab reports or sometimes we get um, reports from schools or we get them from the individual themselves telling us that you know they've recently been diagnosed um, with the disease. So um, from that point we conduct an interview and and we gather information on the individual's uh, disease and um, you know uh, all those factors that might be involved that I mentioned. Um, And once that data is collected, we then analyze that data and take a look at it. So what we're looking at is, um, you know, a physician will look at more the individual, you know, patient level. um, You know, um, way of that the disease is affecting a person and we're looking at a much larger scale. So we're looking at. Across the board, um, you you know, countywide, what are we seeing? You know, are all the cases having the same signs and symptoms? Are we seeing, um, you know, certain population groups or races or ethnicity groups, um, you know, more affected than others? Um, You know, is there a more likelihood a place where they might be exposed? And how could we possibly prevent or uh, um, slow down the um, spread of that disease?
0: Wow, lots of work. With that, how many Epis do you guys have um, here at the Epi Department?
1: So, um, so normally, we have uh, three epidemiologists and an epidemiology uh, division manager. Uh, now, with COVID, we had a, a significant uh, increase in our workload. Um, and so, currently, we have a staff of 108 uh, staff members. Um, so those staff members uh, include data entry personnel, epidemiologists, nurses, contact tracers, biostatisticians, um, and geographic uh, information um, system staff. So um, it's a it's a very large team um, of you know diverse um, backgrounds, you know, trying to gather and and get information to prevent and, and slow down the disease
0: and talk to me about what have been some of the challenges uh, that you have had uh, with with the pandemic
1: sure i i think the the biggest challenge that we had um was a staffing challenge um you know going from uh you know Four to 108 is um, a large undertaking when you are tasked with that in a very short time period. So um, trying to get staff, you know, on board and um, trained and, um, you know, ordering equipment and every um, and getting them knowledgeable about what they need to do. Um, was definitely a challenge but um, you know some of the other things that um, beyond that you know in the public um, y- there were many things that um, surfaced it uh, surfaced you know like trying to get um, you know clear and um, accurate information out to the public um, and you know, trying to stay credible when we're um, you know continuing to have to change based on what the data is telling us. Um, so that, um, of course, is is very challenging. And managing the large imp- um, data that was coming in, um, you know, was much bigger than anything that we have seen. So managing that data and trying to get it. Um, you know, analyzed and cleaned up and put in a format for the public uh, to view it as quickly as possible because we wanted to push that information out, um, you know, to um, slow the spread of disease. Absolutely,
0: and it's vital to have that information out as soon as you you can get it out. Uh, Nicolette, why is it so important to have an epi department um, at a public health department?
1: Um, well, I mean, there's there's a lot of different reasons why to to have the epidemiology department. You know, for outbreaks like this, you know, it's definitely to slow down um, the disease and look for possible interventions that we could do, such as, you know, social distancing and wearing masks and, um, you know, closing schools if they have high case counts or workplace um Education, you know, how to prevent the the spread. Um, so, so implementing and and having the data to to back that up is is also very helpful. Um, but there's other things that we do normally, um, you know, to prevent the the spread of disease. So we look at all infectious diseases um, that are reportable in the state of Texas and so a lot of that is also um, things such as um, you know foodborne illnesses or waterborne illnesses or hospital acquired infections and um, um, you know vaccine preventable diseases and so really trying to look at how can we make the community as a whole safer for our public and Um, and so that they can live, um, you you know, very healthy lives. Absolutely, absolutely. Nicolette, what, what would you say are some of
0: the lessons learned for Epis during this pandemic?
1: Yeah, so I would say that, um, you know, communication is also a- always our, our biggest lesson learned. <laughs> you know, it's um, I think it, it usually comes up as a forefront as a lesson learned. You know, when you when you're dealing with such a large um, uh, Pandemic, you know, response, you, you know, the communication is, is you have to be very effective in it, um, but uh, you know, like I mentioned, um, some of the things, you know, I mentioned before, so, you know, such as, you know, how to, um, you know, that we, we really need to beef up our, you um, our systems to handle those large data sets um, and also you know our uh, training programs and um, in the you know know, on the spot training to get the the staff able to handle what was actually coming in i mean some of the other things though that are, are very important is the importance of testing you know with asymptomatic um spread of disease um and for covid 19 you know the importance of having uh testing available and um and you know spots where they can uh test for free you know are also very important to identify cases and and try to get that um slowed down um and you know um you know real reporting real-time data that was also um a um a, a very you know, challenging um, hurdle to to come and uh, tackle. You know, um, trying to get um, data that's coming in constantly reported out. You know, in a very very short time period. Um, you know, is is definitely a challenge. Um, some of the other things, though, too, is um, you know, mental health is a huge component of uh, you know COVID nineteen, not only for for uh, staff that are working nonstop, but also for, you know, those stuck at home and um, and then some of the other prevention, um, you know, measures that have been put in place, like uh, mandatory lockdowns and social distancing and uh, wearing mask um, and, you know, looking at, uh, you know, were those effective and um, do those continue to be effective? Um, you know, those those are some of the major lessons learned. You know, I think we'll continue to to learn lessons along the way. The pandemic is not over by any means. Um, you know, and and you know, as we push out vaccine, there's going to be a whole new list of lessons learned um, as we look at um, you know how we could push out vaccine to such a large uh, group of um, citizens.
0: Uh, Nicholas, certainly, this is a this is going to be a moment where you look back in your career, and it's it's going to be a very important part of your your um, experience and your resume. Uh, you know, just looking back and working in a pandemic for, you know, not just a couple of days or weeks or months, but like a whole year, and it just keeps developing and evolving and evolving, and so. I'm sure your team works very hard. We, we all see it here at um, Orban County Health and Human Services. And you are you work around the clock, I know. <laughs> and so thank you so, so much, Nicolette, for speaking to us on this very important topic. We really appreciate
1: it oh well thank you
0: <laughs> and we want to thank our listeners for tuning in please make sure to stay connected by following us on social media through our facebook page which is Fort Bend county health and human services and our twitter account which is at for health thank you and until next time